0: Uh, holidays are coming up. They're right around the corner, man. You know what that means? Bees are bustling. The bees, Adam. The bees. <laughs> no, it means getting together with your friends and your family. Yes. You know, for some sure, people, that's a good thing for me. It's kind of stressful. Mm. You know, I really don't like talking to my dad as, mm. you know, longtime listeners, you know, like to will we'll, we'll, frequently hear from me. But uh, it's just, you know, he's just like he's just like really bigoted and closed-minded and like whenever he talks about me mm-hmm. he's been doing this lately whenever he talks about me he misgenders me oh which is which is like really upsetting like yes. he keeps calling me a mistake oh and i'm like excuse me dad a am mr steak oh you get it so like a misfortune <laughs> <laughs> Folks, welcome to the top 10 best albums, according to The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Of course, Adam's got his top 10 list. I've got my top 10 list. We are ready to go. We are ready to go. We kind of had to go through a little bit of a slog for last week's episode, but I hope you had a good time. That's all right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a year. What a great way to close it out. Man, what a crazy thing that happened last week, huh? Man, there was just like... In the news? I mean, the, the news is just exploding with with allegations. I mean so like finally allegations. But the the voter fraud stuff. I mean are, can you believe that it finally like he was right. He was the right whole this time. whole time. So I mean, welcome President Trump. Welcome I mean, back President he w- Trump. He he was able to uncover the uh, boat from, from Korea. Yeah. That came into the main the main harbour yeah. with eight million Biden votes. Yeah. Just to infiltrate, just to spread across the country. I mean, there was millions and millions. I mean, I don't know if it was 8 million or 15 million or whatever oh, it was. Oh, dude, the... I read on O O E M O A M O A N O A N Yes. that Only America Network. <laughs> Only America. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I read on O-A-N that, like, it was 12 million. 12, 12 million. 12 million. And we should have seen the signs coming because all the signatures on there, they're all exactly the same. The hand sign? The hand thing. They, they all hand? said, like, he song Yeah, from... from from Seoul, South Dakota. Yes. You know, Seoul, was, South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Or Seoul, Michigan. Yeah. You know, like, we should have seen this coming. And now ago. we owe Goddamn Patriot Donald Trump an apology. apology. I'm yeah. so sorry, sir. So, please forgive us. Please, I mean, like, we're only apologizing because we don't want him to kill us first. Right. So yeah. we're putting this out on the airwaves now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always accepted um, our one and once in future king great leader president. yes yes yeah supreme leader supreme leader yes supreme leader um and so we should just like be happy that that worked out oh man it's so it's good been such a bad year but now Flip it's finally ending california red it's finally ending well for the year don't you think <laughs> finally <laughs> finally i i take back every bad thing i said on last week's episode on all those albums are great they're all great i know they're all great in their own ways uh <laughs> Folks, these are our top 10 albums. I hope you guys are having a good time the last few weeks. Uh, let us know what yours is. I'm going to throw this out right now. Uh, go ahead and uh, talk to us over on, what's that one? Oh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Skinny with Mike and Adam. Instagram is where you can come talk to me over at Mike Wears Prada. Get, send us a nice long email over at the Skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Uh, then over on Twitter, where, you know, we, we use it uh or i use it uh at, still there. at the skinny pod we follow brian fallon he does not follow us he does not follow us but sometimes he likes a tweet clicked a like. he clicked a like on a tweet that i tagged him on bam mm, we're, we're gonna make it in the world adam we're gonna be okay we're there Mike. we're gonna be okay we're, already, okay. There. we're okay. already there we're already good and, and, and coming in 2021 i'm gonna make a discord ch- uh discord channel uh for the show so be prepared for that for Discord users. Uh, and and, and hope, I hope you, I hope to see you guys there because I want to talk to more of our listeners, which apparently, if you listened to last week's episode, we have a lot of listeners. 911. <laughs> <laughs> 23% of our listeners, 911. Do the math. Beautiful. Do the Beautiful math, stuff. people. Uh, but uh, this <laughs> but, week, we can, we're going to waste no time, man. We got a lot to talk. I'm sure we be? got a lot to talk about. Oh, do, do you have any? Just, oh, you have your uh, EPs, right? Just Yeah, best EPs. Yeah, what are your EPs? Uh, unless we want to kind of talk a little bit about the year. Do you want to save that for the... Didn't we already do a year-end episode? We just want to talk about what's been good about this year. Oh, yeah, let's do that. There hasn't been that much good. No. But I think as a podcast, as I do my annual re-listen to all of our podcasts, this year I'm way far behind. I'm only up to like July right now. Well, according to (laughs) Spotify analytics, we had a lot of of podcasts this this, this year. This has probably been one of my most favorite years to go back and listen to. And I'm trying to figure out if that's just because... We talked about things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it was a very Adam's. <laughs> it was a very Adam-centric year this year, which is not a bad thing. I love going back and like listening to stuff that you're super passionate about, and like how I can fall in love with it as well. You know, it's very. Cool. We did the Mike-centric years for like years one through seven, eight. Yeah, so- for eight years running, <laughs> it was very Mike-centric. <laughs> so a little bit of that, but then this year was really good. <laughs> we'll change it up a little bit. But we'll doing- give Adam some episodes. Doing all the deep dives that I did this year, I didn't even like realize like I had listened to so many albums this year, let alone the 42 albums I listened to mm-hmm. for the year. Um, but but reliving, you know, Bruce obviously reliving REM, reliving Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins, Attack Attack, Attack Attack, Panic at the whatever that, uh, well, that one band. We didn't talk about them very much. <laughs> um, Bad Religion, mm. Green Day, mm. John Frusciante, The Network. The uh, network is in my life now, Yeah. and uh, like I like so many new albums now put onto my best albums. Yeah, you caught you caught up quite a bit on a lot of your backlog stuff. I'm very I'm very envious of that. It's pretty surprising, so I appreciate uh, you allowing me to do that. Yeah, well, and you the I appreciate listener. you yeah tagging me uh, tagging along too. Because who really wants to listen to a REM retrospective of their 15 <laughs> albums? Like in hindsight, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody sh- should tune into that podcast (laughs) to talk about each album one by one Michael Stipe duh people in Brazil must love people in Brazil and the UK maybe they care 990% listener increase in the UK (laughs) so we must have had a very small UK listenership (laughs) at the beginning of the year and you guys allowing me to gloat about the doors so much yeah Mike you know introducing himself to the doors yeah for the first time in his life, which was incredible. Love it, L.A. Woman. That episode. Go back and check it's that episode so good. out. Oh, so good. Mike introducing himself to Soundgarden and Temple of the Dog. Yeah. And the Chris Cornell solo album. Oh my God. It's all right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, yeah, so good. So like all of these things made this year really, really good. Yeah. So I mean, and also on the production side, a consequence of the fact that we had to record most of our rem- episodes remotely. Yes. Meant that I had to in post-production, put the actual songs in and not record off of uh, speakers, speakers like we have been doing. Yeah, it but, worked you know, out well. Yeah, it worked out well. It turned out great, and I'm doing that now. Even though we're recording off speakers for the last three episodes, I'm going to go back and just use that as a guide so I can put the actual songs in there. So, yeah, even audio quality-wise, our show's been sounding better than ever. I think so, too. Very and then mm-hmm. obviously, the awkwardness of, of March and April. Yeah, when the uh, first time we tried. <laughs> trying to do remote podcasting, um, but by, by July... I feel like we were just, it was back to normal. Yeah. So why like, even, why even do this? Why even do this in person? Psh, who needs I know, to the, I know there's, I know there's chemistry in it, but like, who cares about chemistry? I don't even It's know all about, it about that audio quality. Because when you listen to the, the episodes from January and February, like there's a lot more animation on our sides, but I think that might <laughs> hold, hold us back. It's holding us. You're right. Stuff. Animation and, 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 uh, and, and, and chemistry out. No. Audio quality. Neither. In yes, <laughs> people wanting to listen to our podcast in, in. <laughs> definitely going to carry that over into the new decade. What a great way to start the new decade with these here right ten plus albums. Oh, I'm sure go. there's going to be a lot. I know for a fact there's going to be a lot of crossover between you and me. Uh, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six albums wow. that uh, we are crossing over you interesting me. interesting mm-hmm. so i guess i will just kind of jump into my eps real quick yeah go for it please i'm gonna say first and foremost mayday parade out of here ep <laughs> it's a it's a it's there <laughs> two out of three <laughs> whoa i liked it 66 <laughs> percent. and as it, it's hard for me to put fever three three's 3, 3, mm-hmm. ep as here as just an ep but it's good. Yeah. I liked it. I gave I it a six it, out of eight. I counted it as an album because it's right around that half an hour mark. So It might be. Yeah. We'll never know. Um, Since I haven't been able to still, I mean, it's been like three weeks and I still haven't listened to the entire new album from the network. I can't <laughs> put that on my list yet. <laughs> right. But they released an EP a couple Trans-Am. weeks ago. The Trans Am EP, which is four incredible songs. Four tracks that will be on the uh, 2020 album. I highly agree feel you guys should check out that ep first and then see if you want to check out the lp yeah it's, weird. Day. it's weird it's funny for two songs so the that's, other two songs yeah are that's normal. a good point that might be a way to like for people to dip their toes into it and if it's not for right. them don't dive into the 20 track album you know um johnny craig's find your home ep mm. five out of five came out at a really weird Walk time out the noise. came out around like april or may yeah. I remember which is most likely the original release date cuz yes. you know that was quarantine time for us. Casaloma, this is coping EP. Obviously we already mentioned in podcast past that Bring Back Man Overboard, please. We're ready for Man Overboard, but this is still something good to tide us over. About 30 minutes for a six track EP, which isn't too bad. Vampire Money's Cemetery School. Mm. Loved it. 3 out of 4. Need some more of that Vampire Money in Absolutely. 2021. Hook me up, UK. that's why the uk loves us so much we have such a huge uk following because we're featuring all these uk bands and salem's self-titled ep nice which basically just feels like the leftover tracks from the first creeper album but that's okay because it's still really fun to listen to Mm, creeper what that's a a great interesting band you're talking about a great introduction for us for this band this year yeah I'll it's been a it. it's been a Will Gould type of year, hasn't it? A lot of Will's. Uh, yeah, and I had four just compilation albums: the Nothing Nowhere, One Takes EP. Mm-hmm. Definitely, say give that a listen if you enjoy some 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 Nothing Nowhere. Yeah, if you like reimagining, some of the strongest reimaginings on there. Listen to his cover of American football. Don't listen to American <laughs> football. <laughs> Notice when he went back. When Adam went back and talked about all the bands, he deep dived. He didn't talk about American Was it, football wasn't that one so much. <laughs> the Menzingers from Exile, yeah. I listened to it twice. I had high hopes for it, but you know, it turns out the secret sauce of that band is all the band together. Yes, yeah, so Silverstein with Redux 2. They're songs you like, there's songs you like, and one that sounds worse now. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> The Wonder Years Burst and Decay. Oh, EP. that's right, that did, ha- two. that did come out. Yeah, two. So, uh, I'm hoping for new stuff from The Wonder Years in 2021. This was a fun reimagining of some old songs. Yeah. I follow Soupy on uh, on the gram. So it looks yes. like he's getting like he's been hinting that like new Wonder Years music is coming in 2021. Nice. Looking forward to it. So we want to hear Baby. I mean, we liked the, some Sister Cities even though it wasn't Wasn't uh, a home run, but cool I kids. I mean there's still that's still a great album from a great band. It was still like my number 11 album of that year. Yeah. That's not bad. All right. So my number 10 album of the year. Now, this one I was not looking forward to. I didn't really care whether this album saw the light of day. I kept on hearing about it, hearing about it, being like, who cares? I don't care. (laughs) Mike's like, here, have this album early. And I'm like, fine, I'll listen to it, whatever. And I listened to it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, fine, whatever. We did a track by track on it. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I gave it a break. Then I started re-listening to it for this exact moment wow. right here. This album by grew, Paris. grew on me like some sort of growing thing <laughs> that grows on you. I don't know what it could be. Yeah. I I remember like putting down this song. Yeah, back in August or July. Or whatever. Yeah, even when we did the track by back, you were yeah. a lot less enthusiastic about it than I was and I was like there's something here. Yes. Yeah, even, I wasn't fully there either because we recorded, like, because we, we did even though we did get an early copy, I feel like I didn't have enough time with it. I was to it all mm-hmm. week and it's a grower and needs to sit with you. Mm-hmm. Listen to those lyrics, listen to those thematic elements, even though she's treading similar ground, right. the lyrical content, very strong. I, I was listening to this around my John Fruscianti time. Yeah. I was definitely weighing everything down. Like, John Fruscianti stuff hit me so well. Mm. That this just was like oh, it's just one more thing I have to listen to this yeah. week it's like okay hurry up hurry up <laughs> and so now listening to it outside of that context really really helped yeah and this is an album I revisit quite often uh, ever since we got it and like I just like it more and more every time I listen to it mm-hmm. I still don't like old wounds hmm. and I don't like oh that's Stay why you didn't like Gold. me playing <laughs> I don't like Stay Gold Stay Track Gold 3. is the one you can tell was a radio ditty they wrote it for the radio it's not a strong track, but some days it is a, a decent track. Mm. So I, I go back and forth. This album being a nine or a ten out of eleven. Mm. But I'm so surprised because I gave it like a seven out of eleven yeah. back in July. So nice, man. It's just like I had no idea it would grow on me like this. That usually doesn't happen. That's really good. Yeah, I'm really happy to hear that because you know, Paris, like I said, everybody goes into this band with different expectations, and if those expectations aren't met, I feel like the audience out there as a whole just tends to poo-poo on you know the way her right. haunting voice is you know she's such mm-hmm. a unique singer she has a very unique range she has a she has like she has like a lower register in her voice but she doesn't let that hold her back and she she belts it she uses it in a very unique way and uh there's you know there's, there's a moment there's a moment in um i think it's Hallucinations, where she's like screaming bloody murder, and like and it's right at the end, and like gives you that's, that's on old wounds. old woman's kid. Like i kept on listening to that all this time, trying to figure out what it, what it was you enjoyed so much mm-hmm. about that, because it never clicked with me. Just couldn't do it, but uh, it's okay. This album is still great, and anybody who hasn't listened to it yet, give it a shot if you liked. It. Yeah, absolutely. If you liked, it. Well, I think even if you didn't like her old stuff, you might like this one a little bit more. What's well, not to like? I don't know. Yeah. But a lot of people don't <laughs> like Paris. So well, people do not was... like Paris cuz I think they everybody wants like White Noise part 2 and then yes. I don't think you're ever going to get White Noise part 2, but yeah, let Paris like meet this album for what it is and I think you're going to find a lot to enjoy. Yes. Very, very good pick. Very, very happy to see that. Up next, number 10, for Mike. Adam, I heard that you like ladies who sing. <laughs> mm. Hello, lady who sings. <laughs> this is that I'm uh, eternally indebted to now. Yeah, this is Halsey <laughs> with a uh, manic uh, I'm playing without yeah. me. This is like the like the famous song on here. Uh, man, went into this no expectations, just knowing that she was a famous pop singer, and like I wasn't expecting much. I was, I was expecting just like, I'm a girl and I do girl stuff, but like I wasn't expecting an album that had like. <laughs> I'm yes. not a woman. I don't know what women do. <laughs> I've never talked to a woman. I know. They have like no other things going on in their world except for doing girl stuff. I'm a doing girl stuff. But uh, especially female pop singers apparently. But um, I wasn't wow. expecting so such an emotionally mm. impactful album about a woman who struggles through like sex addiction, feeling like she is trapped in a man's world in a way where like people just objectify her but she feels like she has to lean into it in order to be successful in the industry it's like a it's a it's a very so- sobering and somber album that's full of melancholy it's full of melancholy songs subject matter and like it's and not only that like it, it it succeeds at being a very catchy radio pop album as well without being that like that cringy like you know like and, and now tuning in for Halsey, You're like dub, <laughs> dub, dub, you know, there's none of that stuff on there. Right. but like, yeah, you it, feel it's feel good hit without me. Yeah. <laughs> how many I, people out there? So, how, how many people out there relate to Halsey? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's music that I can't relate to, but like, I empathize with so much because you can feel like the pain that she's trying to project into her sub mm-hmm. in, the, in the subject matter, and it's like. It's like, wow, I wasn't expecting, like, to be hit so hard, especially in January. This, helped, this is, like, the first, like, album I fell in love with this year. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to it, like, nonstop all year long. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, like, took a long break from it, and I've revisited her old albums mm-hmm. as well. And, like, I still like the older albums better. Yeah, But her second album is very, very yeah, good. Yeah, Badlands, Badlands, yeah. Also Badlands, also. yeah. Um, but, no, this one, like, especially the last half of it. Yeah. Was, really and really it gets true. so introspective too and, and, and again it's just the fact that I wasn't expecting it you know we, you hear mm-hmm. like oh famous pop singer as a new s- you know I, I, I went into this the same way I would have gone into like Taylor Swift's new album you know yes. not that I've heard a Taylor Swift album or whatever but like I would have sure. treated them the same way I'm sure it's similar. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so introspective. <teams. much> <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, don't sleep on this one, you know, especially if you just want a good songwriter. Mm-hmm. This is this, this is this is a. We're gonna talk about good songwriters a little bit later. But um, I mean, she has multiple songwriters. but That's okay. you know, Adam. You know, take the piss out of my. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, no, you're right, she, she still wrote them, but with a lot of. Collaboration. Yeah, she collaborated with a lot of people. But that's common in the pop in the pop world, you know, whatever. So yeah, Feel- "Manic" by Halsey. Don't sleep on that. Released a book not that long ago. Yeah, I read something about that. I haven't really like um, looked too too much into that, but yeah, apparently she wrote a book. Shaved her head recently. She did. That's okay because she's got a nice head. (laughs) We're attracted to her songwriting, Adam. I know that's what it is. I Just hope that she's okay. She's only twenty-six, so you know there's still a lot of time to go. Adam, I think she's. I think it's very evident that uh, she's quite damaged. So this is definitely becoming one of my new favorite bands. Picking up the torch where Tiny Moving Parts left us last year. Um, I can just go back to this album repeatedly and enjoy it mm-hmm. so often. Absolutely. One of my favorite tracks here, Backyard, which should have been the closer. That's sure okay. have. Um, you know, you it, can always go in here and like rename or re, <laughs> But not on my Amazon oh, app. That's right. Huh? That's Amazon app. All Easy. your music needs and podcasting. Right. This is "You'll Be Fine" by Hot Mulligan. Mm-hmm. I forget where this band is from. I know they're like Midwest of some sort. That's all you need to know. I guess the Midwest all. is one big state, right? <laughs> <laughs> where all of our favorite bands come He's from. A bunch of sad boys talking about being sad, mm-hmm. and playing guitar and screaming, but not with not not that metalcore scream. No, this is like emotional screen. That impassioned, passionate metal, uh, uh, Midwest emo scream. Yes. You all, you all, even if you're not listening to the music right now, you know what that sounds like. You get chills. So, um, there's just a couple of tracks on here that I'm not digging. Um, and Quip Sunglasses, obviously one of the best tracks to do here. Yes. The "Backyard" here and uh, definitely... Like, you just hit a good path here at the very end. The tracks like 8, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, bam, bam, bam. And you're just like, oh, I can't even take it anymore. Yeah, this album doesn't let up. Like, it, there's no, there's no, like part where there's no part in the album where you just kind of chill for a little while until the next until the next batch of good songs are mm-hmm. each song hits you hard they're, and they're, each song is very strong in their own way and I know I, I enjoyed this way back in February, March when it came out mm. you said you weren't digging it as much because it wasn't measuring up to Pilot in the same yeah, way yeah I liked Pilot um, when I first listened to it a lot more but I think I like this one more now I, I think I've had enough time with it to compare and contrast and I I think it's safe to say that I like uh, "You'll Be Fine" a little bit more than Pilot. Have we mentioned Hot Mulligan? You'll be fine. Did I say that? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sometimes I just assume that our listeners know what we're listening. Well, to I said it for you. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my one and only uh, constructive criticism. That intro track at the beginning. Yeah, the re- yeah, re- restructure the cool. bless you. Restructure the ti- uh, the the tracks. You have a perfect oh, album. That's pretty good. In okay. four perfect albums this year, you said. We'll get there, Mike. Oh we'll get there. A lot of a lot of perfection in a not so perfect year. Oh, uh, that's a that's a great way to put it. But I had to give that one a bump ahead of Paris just because it had the staying power. I'm pretty sure I gave that album a nine out of eleven back in February when it came out. Mm. So, Use uh, me as an album you listen to when you wanna feel melancholy. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine as an album you listen to. We just want to have a little bit of a good time. Yeah. You know? Gotta bump, gotta, get, gotta like, give it that good time. It's great thinking about what, what the kids are doing these days <laughs> skateboarding, probably skateboarding, being sad about their girlfriends, doing their homework, probably doing, yeah. <laughs> shoveling snow, shoveling what do you, snow, <laughs> <laughs> walking right, pensively. Man. Tell me about number nine. Number nine is an album uh, from a band we were introduced to this year. Uh, forgive me to the listeners who was the one who introduced us to this band uh, but I won't say who it was because I'm pretty sure I don't know who it is Mm. but uh, we went into this not really knowing what to expect you know their album art very big and flashy Mm. it's got a picture of the band on there but but we were so pleasantly surprised by The Bastards by Palais Royale oh man what a good album, man. I can't tell you how much I enjoy this album. It's so good. It's just Ugh. I listened to this last night while my daughter was skating at the skate park and I was just like like Where did this fucking come from? Wow, well, where did this come from? I'm was like, not and, expecting this one bit. Yeah. And you know even if we did follow this band back when they were still, you know, mostly music, music, like, I wouldn't have expected an album this good. The previous mm-hmm. two albums yeah, all right. they're alright. They're alright. Yeah. But not great. But this 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 album, The Bastards. Fucking home run mm. knocks you out of the park. Or each song complements the last and each song is perfectly paced, each song is perfectly placed in the order of the album. It knows exactly when to slow down, it knows exactly when to go dark, it knows mm. exactly oh. when to go heavy, no fast. Yep. My main criticism just take out that hidden track. The hidden track. <laughs> Don't really... listen to it, Mike. Don't listen I'm to it. I'm taking it off. It's 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 off on my on my music player on Good. my phone. So, but I love like this little rap verse I right know. here. He this one's like, rapping. They're they're it's doing weird shit like this. Yeah, but it's not like a like I'm a gangsta kind of rap. Yeah. And it's like he's just singing um, really fast. emo rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say it's emo rap. Yeah. It's... And this, you know, it, it, this is an album that like goes all over the place, but not in a meandering sort of way. It's trying to introduce little elements to kind of. Maybe, maybe introduce the, the listener to something they may not be uh, familiar with to great effect. Everything complements each other. Whenever. The band members complement another, and, I, and I, It's one of those bands where I think it's a shame that they're not bigger than they are. I think are. They, they would have been uh, if they had been able to tour on this. And you know they were going to have some giant stage production. Yeah, like yeah. And the video for this song, I never watched it, but I saw clips of it. Yeah, It's like way over the top vampire gore big production kind of stuff. stuff like 1700s vampires nice, kind of stuff, like way beyond anything yeah, so I don't like, think I've checked out all the music videos I'll have to do that for this band it's I, I just love this album yeah we'll talk about it so good, later <laughs> maybe we'll maybe Adam <laughs> for, completely forgot about it and didn't put it on any of his lists so glad that you mentioned it to me oh well, of course I had movie. to man yeah, we haven't talked exactly. about this in a while since the no, track by track that's yeah. a great episode that we did yeah And I I just remember we did this episode and we were just so shocked Mm -hmm. at how good this album turned out. So uh, thank you to the listener who uh, recommended this album to us because, wow, this is one of those recommendations that like really stick. I didn't think anybody recommended it. Did they? I remember somebody did. I can't remember though, so I apologize. I thought you had just said that it was... Getting attention? It was getting attention, and so you Mm. decided to listen to it, but I could be wrong. For me, it was my resources in the community that... Oh, that's right. In in real life, somebody yeah, somebody you know is a huge fan of this. Right. And I'd always been like, I should listen to that band. And I'm very glad once again that I waited till now to do it. I mean, now it's the time to do it. The Bastards is like one of the best albums of the year. Now, this next artist, number number eight, eight, one of my favorite artists of this end of the century. (laughs) Um, New new fan favorite for me. Um, I I listened to them. And I say, hmm, I want me some of that. I just want to listen to this person all day long because they make me feel good things. And I'm so happy that Mike introduced me to them. Them. Because they released two EPs this year. And everybody likes Ah. when pretty girls release (laughs) music and make really good music. Megmers. And I love this song so much. Yeah, dude. The Underground, what a great track off of... Which EP is this one off of? Track two on the first EP. Thank, Thank you for taking me it. to the disco. Yes. I feel like... I don't know if it's like the best track, but it's definitely a standout track. Because mm. Break My Back is a pretty good song. Yes, it is. I'll save that for another week. That's a sex channel. That's a sex I I don't need to get into how deep her lyrics are going, mm. whether they're about relationships, whether they're about superficial things, whether they're just about hypothetical things. Right. I just know that the music makes me feel good. Yeah. And she's got great hooks. And she's one of the strongest songwriters uh, or music composers of this time. She's not getting enough attention. I feel like she's not yeah. no... She's not on an indie label. not, Wait, a, well, she's not on a major on, label. Yeah, she's, she's on Feel by Ramen now, I think? Yeah, she was on a major label for a little while, but she, she left it for very personal reasons. They were pushing her... They're like sexualizing her and pushing her to be like the next like sex object. I'm trying to not do that. When I see those first images that come up when I Google her, I'm just like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, Meg Myers, hello, lady. Hello, pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, it's not just because she's pretty that I enjoy her music. Her music is awesome. We listen to a lot of pretty girls who you know, I know don't always make our top ten. That's very true. So I'm gonna keep on listening to this nice young lady for the rest of time she's not that young she's your age yeah she's <laughs> my age <edge, yeah. laughs> so, elderly woman <laughs> she's probably not losing her hair like like, like half of this show that is, we know of that we know of that could be a wig that's why she's like really angry in that picture right there right. she's like ah my hair is falling <laughs> out there's not a lot of like just regular guitar rock kind of sounds a lot more kind of what would you call this just bass driven yeah, kind she's kind of kinda, like every time I listen to her music, I always feel like if Alanis Morissette was still writing music, it would mm. probably be around this kind yeah. of vibe, you know. She's kind of picking up where that um, left off in the 90s for the 2000s, I, I guess. I think that Alanis Morissette's newer stuff would sound like this, but not nearly as good. Anymore. Yeah, there's like a sex appeal, too. And I know that sounds like I'm objectifying it, but like if you listen to her voice, she has like this very tender kind of like Vibe to it, where it sounds very sexy, and it adds this atmospheric nature to the overall music. And I think that's what makes it like unique, you know? It might be why I'm so drawn to it now that I. <laughs> hey, pretty lady Meg Myers! Oh, jeez! <laughs> All right, cool. I'm ready to move on. More Meg Myers in the future, I'm sure. Coming. I know that was uh, Daniel's like number 13 EP of the year. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, dude, they came out the same day. It's an album. It's an album. I don't know why they're separated. You got to ask her. It's I, I called it. just I, I just made it an entire sentence. Thank you for taking me to the disco, and I'd like to go home now. That's, that's the yep. name of the album. LP. 9 out of 10. Nice, dude. 9 out of 10. Very Nine good. Out of ten. Just that last track. That last like minute 30 track. You're just like, well, this didn't need to be here. It was, if yeah, they turn it into a full weak, song. It's the weakest. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one that, that turned me off. Adam, number yes. eight. Yes talk a little bit about bands from the UK is the Pelé Royale from the UK no they're from Vegas right they're from Vegas and Canada oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) two places that are very very close to one another you know Uh, but you know bands from the UK I always thought they were from the the UK. they sound like they got that UK vibe this band has a UK vibe for sure of course Uh, the Enter Shikari nothing is true and everything's a great album this is a great album. <laughs> not everything is the greatest, no, but this really album really. is pretty damn good. Yeah, we talked a bit about it two weeks ago. Uh, what a return to form for their—you uh, know—they kind of went in an experimental, kind of weird thing for a couple albums here. But uh, this one is just experimental enough, but it's also just heavy enough, it's just aggressive enough, and just punk enough, just electronic enough. It's got—it's—it's it's almost like a greatest hits of all of their. Of their career mm-hmm. and it's and it's 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 a highly enjoyable album it talks a lot about political issues you know it's very, it's very UK centric but stuff that we can relate to here in the US it, it does fly by for being 15 tracks yeah I again feel like that extinction elegy elegy of the yeah. extinction it's all that, of the uh, interludes in between that kind of makes yeah, it fly by that, that that orchestral track just drags it down for some reason it's, it's pretty long it's three yeah. almost four minutes which I should be fine with, there's no reason why this band can't throw on a 300-piece orchestra track if they want to. Yeah, but and I wonder me if it like, Rao Reynolds, apparently his name is Rao. I've been calling him Rue for so many years. <laughs> and apparently Rao Reynolds, he, he might have a career in like, like, Orchestration. music composure, like in the in yeah, He the has future. a career in music. Kind of. He might, this Possible. little, this little <laughs> whippersnapper, Rao Reynolds. He's got some talent behind him. He might, you know. Know he might know something about music. Might <laughs> know something about classical music. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. It, it, it does kind of bring things to a halt. But if I it think was like, it's supposed to be a thematic stop. If it was like a minute, a minute to two minutes, and wasn't a full thousand-piece orchestra, <laughs> like I would, I would be able to just pass it over as just being a little intricate track. Yeah. But The fact that they put so much effort into it, and so many people are in it. And I, it just doesn't seem to fit on this album. I, and, but it I it think is. that's intentional, though. So, I guess so I'm like two of two minds but it, You, I agree with you that it's like a weird stopgap, but I want to say it's intentional. I'm not Rao Reynolds. I can't like speak on um, why that was in the album, but like it sounds like it, it was uh, a. post the there. flaws. There's a lot of non-flaws. Correct. Yeah. That, that, that's being Quite. Yeah. That's being quite nitpicky. Tina. You want to talk about Tina? You want to talk about There's, Tina some other time? I, I like Tina. I like, I like Tina, Tina too. I like, I like Tina, Tina a lot. lot. I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. <laughs> Tina. I know track. a Tina. I don't know. Tina this, Tina this. Where did we leave off? Oh. All right. So, this band was introduced to me by some guy named Mike that we may you may have met. Why do we keep talking about this Mike guy? I don't, I don't know. I'm a big fan of him. I'm really happy that Mike... Introduced me to this band. i um, here to type it in. He's typing in one, one hand, folks. He's quite talented. Adam's really good Wild at like stars. typing with one hand on his <laughs> keyboard, one hand elsewhere. So this band I knew nothing about. Mike told me it was good. Mm. Told me you should listen to it. And I was like, how often has Mike ever been right about music? And then I was just like, oh, yeah. Like almost every time. I'm just some schlub <laughs> on a moderately successful podcast then i listened to it i don't know anything it, about music and this album took me in Ooh. places that i was not expecting nice dude Kalure in the clouds with a I song really we heard two weeks ago yep nice <laughs> dude say, right when i looked at my list and i was like oh yeah mike mentioned red as the song <laughs> that i had already put down because there is a lot of really good songs on this album awesome. dare i say nine out of ten of them nice dude are that good and I know I mentioned a couple weeks ago that uh, it sounds like a, a, a Corey Cory Wells meets La Dispute La Dispute with a little bit more of a hardcore punk edge yeah, I guess which is a great 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 analogy so it, I I listen to this album a lot of times because you really have to let it sit with you to kind of get the full effect of it um, track 6 I don't even remember the name of it but it's the only track I don't like on this album mm, okay it begins well it ends well what a great Um, flow this album is such a good flow wonderful pacing it it even kind of gets heavier like super heavy at the end yeah the final track track. is like fucking intense right it's so good and I'm just like do I listen to their previous stuff since I enjoyed this so much it's not a lot so if you want to just go check it out you can see how they've evolved because they kind of been. they start like what caught my attention was that they were just kind of like a little screamo band from wherever. they, I think they're from Canada. But um, yeah, and they just have like some pretty good ditties with like really striking album art that like, like this is a, this is a really good single. I'm going to download it and keep it with me. And, yeah, so, but they've evolved. Like they don't sound like this uh, in the past. So yeah, give it a try. And then uh, Elephant obviously, probably the biggest track on the album to mm. me will stand out. So I saved ah. it possibly for another week, but I guess we'll find out if it measures nice. up. I'll talk to you off air, but like I want to see how many songs you've collected for your top albums of the year so far oh, okay. but, uh, I think Elephant was the only one from this album that I showed right so. on dude but, uh, but yeah thank you so much for all of that yeah. I, I wasn't even going to listen to this so I'm, I'm just as surprised as you were yes yeah. very good Inosculation by Kalur in the clouds uh, nice. my number seven will be the final recommendation that I talk about for 2020. So this was, so it's not so much a recommendation. Uh, I just listened to it because one of our listeners brought it up. Uh, and you know, this showed up on a list from Adam. So I'm kind of sad that, you know, we don't, we don't share the love for this album. Razzmatazz. Hey, but if the rest I'd, of the album has sounded like those six tracks, yeah. I'd be all of these. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song Sugar Pills, one of my favorite songs on this Good song. album here. Uh, I don't know how, but they found me. Um, yeah. I was just—I rec- was just technically recommended this by one of our listeners, John, and yeah, he put it on his draft this year. Never heard of this band. Apparently, the bassist used to be in Panic at- Panic at the Something, yep. and uh, wow, what a what a awesome project. It feels like like fresh air. Yeah, you know, it feels like there's definitely something there. Uh, uh, I mean, they get like a lot of alternative press love. Oh yeah, sure. Especially nowadays with their new album. But, uh, yeah, dude, like this is just a very pleasant album to listen to. It's it's just it's just weird enough. Yeah. You know, there's there's a there's a weird tinge to it and there's a, uh and it's got like just enough edge to kind of separate it from like other weird pop artists. Hmm. Oh, excuse me, I'm very gassy with that pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh yeah, yes, I, last week. Huh? Pizza that was a, last that was a week ago that I <laughs> ate that pizza, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, like, one of the most unique albums I've listened to this year, too. Like, um, If you take a look at my top ten as a whole, um, you'll see, like, a lot of stuff that I don't normally listen to. Uh, this is definitely up there as, like, stuff, like, that's really weird and unique and mm-hmm. out of the box. Yeah. I'm really glad that, like, I... I that uh this spoke to me in the way that it did It was really something i was thinking like as i listened to it the first couple of times i'm like this is definitely gonna grow on me yeah and then it just like didn't get over that 50 percent at anymore. least not like, as of december you know? yeah. but uh it might come back another day yeah When well, we Future visit album. this this is definitely an album that i'm gonna keep listening to it's one of my as you can tell it's one of my favorites of the year uh go check this out if you haven't already i'm not sure what the fan feedback on this album is i haven't really been checking out reviews on this one, but yeah. I mean, if they're being featured on alt press, then like, I'm sure that was before this album even came out. Oh, then so I guess so they have, I'm sure they have like a big fan base out there yeah. right now. too. So add me to the list, baby. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> All right. So I think now we're getting into the real. So Are we in the perfect albums now? We're Not in the perfect albums. Yeah. We're still in the 90%. Ew, but trash. this album, man, I think Mike and I, you and I haven't talked about this band slash album in a while, which is surprising because obviously you haven't mentioned them yet, but they're going to show up. <laughs> our overlap is coming. I got one more that you've already talked about recently, and then the overlap is coming. So what can I say other than how wonderful team. I am to have known that this band exists in the world now? Oh, yes. We loved this album back in oh. February. This was like the beginning. Oh. This was the end of the old world, this, the old ways. This is our last episode in the studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spanish love songs with brave faces, everyone. And you told the story of how I was struggling to appreciate this album at the time. And we were at like that restaurant yeah. talking about it. And then you told that story on the podcast. It was like, wow, we were actually sitting inside of a restaurant. Never again. <laughs> when, when when I was listening to this. So yeah. it feels like this album is decades ago. Exactly, yeah. Um, to be but, fair, this album came out in February, so like yeah. we've had a long time to stick with this. Right. It seems like a lot longer than 10 months. And then to go back and revisit their previous two albums, mm-hmm. obviously I enjoy Schmaltz more than uh, Giant Sings the Blues, yeah. but... This album is, is in a freaking world of its own. It stands apart <laughs> so much from its previous music. You know, it's it's kind of the same. Uh, like I, I, I compare it to the Wonder Years when they did um, No Closer to Heaven. How far and in a way much better that album is than their previous work. This not is that the great faces generation. everyone by Spanish Halsing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Anybody didn't know that yet probably a lot of top 10 lists out there correct yeah this one it was on a but, top 20 album probably, of like Rolling Stone I think wow. yeah so this album I remember listening to it obviously before everything went crazy so this is like my snapshot of what the world was like <laughs> as like things were slowly starting to change we like back of my mind I'm like like things aren't going to change that much. We're still going to be stuck doing the same old crap yeah. as always. And I'm listening to the super sad music, talking about like the end of the world and everything. And it's like, ah, oh, whatever. These this, what do these guys know? <laughs> 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 and then it was like I I embraced it and it became a part of me and I got it finally. And then like all the craziness of yeah. March hits, and I didn't want to go back and listen to it anymore because it was like I almost had too much of a nostalgia view of what the mm. world was like prior to this. Was it like a negative headspace to try was, to put yourself back yeah. to that? Yeah. So to start re-listening to it again in November over and over again, it was just like, oh yeah, this album's fucking cool. Oh, it's so good. And it has so much to say, uh, To we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later, I guess. But, uh, so, I, oh my gosh. I'm so happy this band is now in my life. Yeah. I hope they are doing okay. I saw one, like, <laughs> you know right when quarantine stuff started, and the, uh, the, I guess, the excitement of like, oh, we get to do things differently now. Like, like Spanish Love Songs is one of the bands that was like, okay, hey guys, I guess, tune into Instagram and you can listen to us play these songs acoustically. Yeah, and, like, you know, they're very sad, of course. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, but, uh, the, what, what was the point I'm making? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I lost the point I was making. It's okay. <laughs> they were really sad, and they did a quarantine thing right when quarantine was like new and exciting, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is we're gonna we're gonna make it, everyone!" Oh my god, this, the U.S. is the fucking worst country in the world. So this this album will always have that. I don't know. It's always gonna be there. It's always gonna be like a a pinpoint moment in time, snapshot album. Yeah, just like you know, Silverstein will be and slowly slowly because yeah. those were all the albums I was listening to at that time but exactly. this was like right before this was the last good album I listened to before everything went to crap yeah so but it's still so good and, and Dolores is the only song I don't like mm. but uh everything else tracks one through eight and then track two obviously a lot of poignant things that this band <sighs> has to say you know so good. we'll talk so a little good. bit about that maybe later or maybe i forgot all about this i don't know i know i'm who's hoping band? that you didn't forget about them <laughs> who's the band huh? i think you mentioned them somewhere in the why would you episode. why would you make a spanish love songs compilation as your <laughs> i didn't even know you like spanish love songs when you, i didn't when even you... know you spoke spanish <laughs> when you look them up on amazon you have to like weed out yeah. your actual spanish love songs <laughs> and then look for the band <laughs> see what i mean like the the name of your band it's very important. <laughs> you may not think it's important, but it makes a big difference. I know, I know. Just like with this next band that has a notoriously very stupid name. Mm. Uh, my number six here, of course, uh, how could it not be? Very shocked that it ended up so, quote unquote, low on your list. But um, my goodness, not a, but I get it, you know, after your explanation, like it's not the strongest of their work. Yes. But after Burner, by Dance Gavin Dance. Definitely Damn. one of my favorites of this year. came out back in April. I think you weren't sure if it would make your top 10 last I, week well, or when we spoke of it in April. Yeah, but it was also... That was April. <laughs> April, we were all in a weird headspace, weren't we? You know, uh, And it wasn't... I thought it was just gonna... I also thought like, oh, this is just gonna end up on my top 10 by default because there's gonna be no <laughs> albums this year. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is an album that like even though it's not their strongest work, even though some of these songs are just kind of like it's dance, Gavin dance. We know the formula. We know the. We know what they're about. They're very, very good. Um, it's it's still an album that you just can't deny. It's enjoyable. It's they're still the best at what they do, and everybody else who sounds like them are just trying to copy them, and to to varying degrees of success. But uh, these guys are the OGs, and like, they're the best for a reason. They're shutting down Sacramento bridges for live shows for a reason. Might as well, you know. Got the power. Gruesome Newsom. Newsom's the favorite band. Gruesome Newsom's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Gruesome? But uh, <laughs> shutting down bridges <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic for a stoner band. Did yep. you know they dropped the N word? <laughs> So yeah, the only <laughs> album on my list that drops the N-word. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe Halsey. I want you Halsey. to go back and listen to that BTS Maybe injury. Halsey. I don't Halsey, know, though. Yeah. The, the jury's still out on that. In three weeks, I still haven't. It's all subliminal. It's like you don't even really hear it, but then you do hear it when I point it out now. But no, this album, yes. I mean, it's 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 exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. It's not going to blow me away. It's not going to be like my number one album. Barely in my top ten anymore. Of oh, like, all my cool. albums that were ranked eight point five this year, this was the last one. So I couldn't, because of those, because of them just meeting expectations, I couldn't like, I couldn't rank them any higher than bands that have exceeded my expectations for a lot of their music. I want Santa. Mm-hmm. This song, very positive. This is one of the most positive dance, give dance songs ever. It's the name of this week. Uh, Strawberries Week. Oh, that's perfect. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm a favorite.
0: But the. Just like we say, just like we said in the last *Dance Gavin Dance* album, I think it's time for them to mix it up a little. Bit. Well, they tried. I know we have one that song. Good, or, good we're, one we're, song. One song where Tilly and is singing Spanish, but that's awesome. It's it's a really good song, I, I, I admit. But like, you gotta mix it up a little, guys. We're writing the same album. We're we're running the risk. Of writing the same album. That's where I was two years ago. Yep. When you guys are just finally catching up. Yeah, because you, you guys are younger. than Adam me, so. Adam's a trailblazer. <laughs> Adam is a trailblazer. He, he knew it. We didn't know. Right. Agreed. Very good. We felt kind of this, that way about Mothership at the yeah. same time. So. But I All also right. think Mothership's one of their poorest albums. Fight me. I know. But I understand. All right. So now my number five. We're already in the top five. I'm scared. I really liked this album a lot. Um, this was recommended by a friend of the show. His name is Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I believe it was dave but this is a long time ago album back in the before times it's i think it came out in january but i listened to it it has that feel that i like it has that screaminess it has those incredible hooks it has guys who know how to play their instruments well it has singing and screaming at the same time no band has ever done that um it breaks new ground <laughs> do this, it every episode. this band the consistency of this album what is, kind of hands do they have um they're savage <laughs> they're, they're quite savage <laughs> savage hands <laughs> savage hands with their album the truth in your eyes mm. this is a very very enjoyable this is one of our early favorites of the year yeah so. and, and i believe the, it was daniel who recommended this to us okay that's what i have written down here so. I mean, but pretty much every chorus is just as hooky as this. Yeah. It, again, always made me think that like there's some sort of behind-the-scenes magic going on, whether it's creative consultants or otherwise. <laughs> it's hard to imagine a band just busts out with their debut album, and it's this good. Well, remember, dude, you have your whole life to write your first album. I know.
1: It's but then like their, their, their first EP.
0: Their first EP <laughs> well, is right. equally yeah. as good. So um, Just kind of have to see where this band goes. But Yeah, I mean, everything about... Post hardcore slash punk ish kind of sound stuff is all right here. Yeah. they Shmooshed just doing it, it really, this. really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, this is the track Bloodshot. And I love this little trap bridge right here. It's so cool. Oh, that's a good chorus, man. I feel like we didn't talk about this band very much, just because it came out so long ago. Yeah, it was back years, like you said, back in January, and you know we were probably doing our top twelve songs of 2019 at that Still, point. So yeah, yeah we, it just kind of fell to the wayside. But you know, stayed right here in your mind the whole time. I feel like I didn't even listen to it until closer to March or February. Yeah, it was a pleasure to revisit this uh, last month when we were when we were preparing for this list. But uh, yeah, for me, I probably put it in, like top twenty-five for me. Yeah. It's really, 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 really enjoyable. Uh, and you're right, for for a debut album to come out here, come out swinging, I got, I'm got. i expecting big things from this band going forward. We'll see. We'll see if the pandemic kills them or not, but it is my number five album of the year. Damn good. Damn good. Well, I got one more album to get through before we get to uh, four more albums that we're going to uh, shuffle around for the two of us. <laughs> uh, you already spoke uh, about this. You didn't speak very highly about this, but... I definitely enjoy this album a lot more than you uh, but I get it I get that um, you felt like it was a little too long you felt like it was a little bit too much fluff in there mm. uh, you you know you're a climate change denier as well so you didn't yes. really agree with the message of this album <laughs> I don't need to shove down my throat in every album this days. album's too political <laughs> uh, notes on a conditional form by the 1975. Again, I listened to this album several times yeah. throughout November, trying to make sure. It took you all of November to listen to it several Three. times. It's so long. I needed to give it its exact like Woo! understanding. And this song is great. Don't get me wrong. Love it. People, this is, uh, I think like the first single off of this album, too. came out oh, like the end of 2018, this single. Wow. Because yeah. this album was supposed to come out in 2019. But, right. Uh, got pushed for whatever reason. It definitely grew. I enjoyed listening to our... Track by track of this because you had done so much research into the lyrics, but yeah, I did not. So it gave me a different perspective on certain yeah, this things. this came out in May, and another early I when I listened to this, and I fell in love with it so quickly. I knew it was going to be one that like I was going to keep listening to and keep, and it was definitely going to make the top 10. I, I, I knew that for sure. Uh, so I definitely want to do the research and make sure I wasn't like messing up like the, the lyrical content and you know the thematic elements and things like that, but uh. I, I think this is their strongest work. Uh, you know, better... Uh, I, I know I love... I like it when you sleep a lot. I think this one blows it out water. Uh, I like it when you sleep. You feel its length. Mm-hmm. I don't think you feel the length in this one. I know, I know you do. Uh, for me... Not... It, it got better the more I listened to it. Like, I didn't feel the length so much. It's just trying to keep track of... All the tracks. Yeah. For me, hardcore. this feels like 45 minutes have gone by, but I, I, even though it's like an hour and a half, hour 20, whatever it is. But fuck, but this is like a... For an album this long that was so overhyped, and I was very nervous going into it, like for it to exceed my expectations in the way it did, um, several songs are going to be in contention for uh, top, uh, best songs of the year too. So uh, very, very surprised at this one. But uh, we set our piece on 1975. This just feel like... I. I want them to make an album that's cohesive. Mm, like I feel like all their albums are just all over the place. And I think that's the nature of this band. It though. might just be their thing, which is fine, but it just doesn't always sit well with me. So. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, the album prior to this was a lot like that too. But that mm-hmm. was, that's an example of that band not doing it as well. Like that yeah. one's where it was. That, that's a, that. I it's think like, that's make, an, g- give me. 35 minutes of that. Yeah. I'll be very happy. (laughs) Like, damn, 1975 is awesome. And that's the only song on that album. That sounds like that too. You know, that is, that is the weird part of the whole thing. You go from an extended Greta Thunberg intro to that song to a very weird interlude immediately (laughs) after. So exactly. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little messy, but like, I, I, I like what they went with it, you know? Okay. So top top four. four, I told Mike earlier this week, I said, well, shit. Is this the perfect albums now? I have four perfect, perfect albums. albums. How did? How in the world? I don't did think. Did you choose uh, which goes where? Well, at first I thought like I only had three perfect albums, and then uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the fourth one creaked its way in. I was like, Oh, oh is good. that a hint? I was like, creeped. Oh, good, because I wanted that that <laughs> album to be my number three album anyway. <laughs> so it just kind of <laughs> helped. So I'm gonna try my best. You may have already dropped a clue, folks. He said the word "creeped." I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> okay, what I'm gonna try to do is play a track that's gonna bleed into another track. Okay. I might fuck it up, <laughs> but if I can hit pause quick enough, oh, I did it. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Because as we had mentioned earlier. Um, there's a certain level of uh, Gaiety that mm. We've been known to tread those waters uh, you, you played your hand Adam <laughs> There's a certain level of gaiety That both Dude Mike Say it all I don't have it remembered I'm sorry Enough Adam These dopey Have we ass we ever been More gay in our lives It bleeds perfectly It's one of the best songs of the year Napalm Girls Napalm Girls Off the album Girls. Sex Death And the Infinite Void Infinite Sex Death Void By Creepies I Perfect album This is a beautiful album Listen to this song yeah. If anybody listens to this song And doesn't get it And doesn't feel something Doesn't feel something You are dead inside I think so, but that's what they want you to feel—dead, mm. dead inside. Like in a good way—an infinite void of sex and death. Yes. My cam, my cam walked so that creeper could run. There you go. <laughs> so I have had a great year of exploring this band, going back into their previous albums and listening to their EPs, getting to know them. And there's been a there's been a consistent pattern this year of a band that was like. Pretty okay in the past, and then blew it out of the water in 2020. Creeper, definitely one of those bands. So uh, this song coming out of Holy War into Napalm Girls, so beautiful, so Um, poignant. What is happening? like? (laughs) (laughs) And like, Adam and I make fun of stupid little interludes all the time. This is an example of an album that does that so beautifully. And it, it fits within the thematic elements of the song, of the songs that were, and the stories they're trying to tell. Yes. It, they're they're not shy about like the aesthetic that this album's trying to go for, and they, and they, and they go all in, and mm-hmm. the, the songs are all the better for it. And such a departure from where they were at with the first album. Yeah, which is fine. I can't imagine them making like another huge right turn for their next album. No, they, yeah. they can just stay at this for a good while, yeah. you know? Just keep just keep iterating on this sound. Because, like, who else is doing this? Palais Royale? Maybe. You guys can just trade Bridge. off. Bridge. Mm-hmm. I feel that like guitar in the background, dude. That haunting guitar. This is how you mix in a female vocalist. Yeah. To make them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a part of the storytelling, too, I which know. is great. But yeah. That's why this works so well. as just a thin thematic anthemic band It's other thems it's two vampires like <laughs> looking navi- for love looking for love and navigating navigating their way through life through hell through hell and heaven and everything in between what is heaven like Adam? it's like a shining on the edge of a knife <laughs> that's <laughs> not a knife <laughs> so I even that song that I didn't like back in August when this album came out mm-hmm. remember I said it sounded like Conway Twitty <laughs> i was oh, listening yeah, to that, that, that song that slide guitar song yeah, yeah. i was, remember i was listening to that song the other night i'm like this song is fucking cool yeah <laughs> what have i been saying perfect <laughs> album here <laughs> we <laughs> go four <Creeper. laughs> it's 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 the next perfect album on my list nice dude <laughs> that means it's in your top 50, 30 of all time i think it's 40 40 i think i have 40 something how's this outro it's such a ditty ah oh, i love it yeah, but it's the next three albums we are still there. Mmm. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to let this song play out because uh actually fuck it. I know uh because napalm girls obviously made it. We're not it to done napalm. talking about Creeper. Oh, before. Okay. <laughs> Do it! So so this is your number four? My number four, number four. yeah. Sex, death, and the infinite void. <laughs> Out of heaven. This is track number two. Yes, right after the intro, we lead right into the first song right here. I was Be totally going hand. to play this, and I was like, no, because Mike's going to play this song. Yep, I need to pick something better. <laughs> but this track sets the tone for it. And it's like. It pulls you in right, right. away. This There's chorus like, right here. The how can you not listen to the rest of the album after this Ham inspired chorus right here? Exactly. Right. Such strong songwriting, and it's like just mainstream enough it has that it has a bit of that dark edge it's got a bit more of like that kind of niche vampire pop that uh, you know some bands dabble in not every band does it to with great success but uh my goodness i'm so proud of this album I'm so proud now to be a fan of this band and uh my goodness like i, I can't recommend this enough i feel like i go see them live and stand in the back like all the other vampire kids, like right? In their That's hoodies, right. it's like. Hmm. <laughs> it's so dark and cold in here. <laughs> How cold is it, Adam? It feels so like the shine on the edge of a knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that we can laugh at it. Oh yeah, and it's and it, it's just it's just the commitment to the to the corny subject matter. It's just what makes me in, it's it's what endears me to me so much. Ah, oh. oh, creeper. We talked a lot you. about creeper. Thank you, Dave, for that recommendation. Yeah, and Dave, how did you hear about this band, man? Like, like I this know. doesn't seem like some. I know Dave has his like oddball records that every now and then where he just kind of shows us and we fall in love with it. But like, right. how did you he hear about this? I want to know. Gotta check my track real quick from my number three album. I should know these things. So by I know now... his top three albums, but, but in which one order? May they I'm gonna be? lock in the order in my head, and right. uh, we'll see where we're at. I love this song. I love this album. All this all this makes me wanna do is dance, dance, dance. <laughs> By Fallout <Apple. laughs> Boy. <laughs> so I'm just gonna pick another song. The new Mike was gonna pick the, the popular one. Yes. So I figured I'd pick one that's not so popular. The Bastard! So fucking good! Power! <laughs> so this track is called Nervous Breakdown. From the Palais Royale, yeah. Canadian slash Las Vegas band. It's cool that you got like your four and three. I feel like those are like the most similar, uh, or I guess tonally. Like they, they kind of have that glam rock kind of tinge to them, you know? This, the more I listen to this, it doesn't feel like a band that I would have liked. Oh, no. Like <laughs> on paper, like, hey, you guys want to listen to a Vegas glam rock right. like pop band, pop punk band? But that sings for an hour about how he wants to kill himself. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's sign me up, huh? But uh, my goodness, Palais Royale, one of the, one of 2020's biggest surprises. Right into this, right into this little ditty right here. I know. It's like, you got, you got to hear the whole album. And then when something like this gets thrown in, you're just like, yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's jarring in the best of ways. Yeah, even, even out of context, but like within the context of the record. Mm-hmm. So strong, such fantastic songwriting, save for, like hidden, save for the 20 hidden 20 track 20. at the end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that was the only thing that was holding you back from me. Like that was that stupid little hidden track. <laughs> but otherwise, perfect album. I, I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic album from start I had given to it a Twelve out of fourteen, way back in the day. Ooh. But, uh, fourteen out of fourteen. I, now. I ended up just like allowing those other two songs to just envelop me, and uh, they just kind of worked. Still, there was nothing wrong with them. It was like pretty much front to the back. The one-two sense. punch of Palais Royale and Creeper made up for the fact. That we got no my chem here. I think so. <laughs> Maybe one of the next bands. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, my who? My chemical what? My, my survival horror? what? Hmm? So I'm so glad once again that this band has entered my life. Every time I listen to this album, I'm always pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And again, it seems to flow by quickly. It's all dark and and brooding and depression kind of stuff. But in a good way. Yeah, and it's got great musicality, and this dude seems to have good charisma. Yeah. I would imagine he has charisma live as well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, the person that you talked to that you heard this band about, they've talked about it, right? Right. Plenty of times. So I've seen cell phone video footage. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's just like, where did this come from compared to the last two? Las Vegas and Canada. It feels, again, creative <laughs> consultancy, but I guess we'll never know. Hey, you know what? it's It's a common thing, but like as long as it doesn't take away from the creative power of the band, consult all you want. That yes, I, like that. yes, I don't care. Don't sleep on the bastards. So now, now, Mike's number three is going to be dope as F. Uh, I mean, I'd hope so. Number three, we talked about a little bit already on Adam's list. Let's talk a little bit more about it. All right. Uh, I feel like this album exemplifies the struggles and hardship and hardships of young people, especially in such a turbulent year like 2020. Uh, this is "Brave Faces" everyone, with by Spanish love songs. Again, stupid, type, stupid name of the band. Rename your band, please. <laughs> it's always like this year, like this album will represent this year. Yeah. It might not be the best album of the year, obviously, of but I my... feel like it's going to be the most standout. Like we think of 2020, be like, yeah, brave, brave New Faces. That's the one, yeah. Brave Faces, everyone. Of my albums so that I ranked uh, 8.5, is number one. So I had to put it here because like you said, it definitely represents the the, the, the tone of 2020, the struggles of 2020, especially for young people. Um, it's, there's so many... Um, even though this came out in February, it was talking a lot about stuff that uh, we would continue the conversation on in 2020, like like racial inequality and uh, and uh, income inequality and the fact that young people are fucked by our economy and our country and things like that. And it, and it, it seems hopeless. Final song, great faces everyone. Yeah. Brings you out of the sludge. Brings you a little bit out of the sludge. Fuck! I wasn't expecting this at all. There's a way out of this mess that we're in. We just have to get there together. You know, it's we need to get there together with a brave face, and we'll get out of this eventually. So that tinge of hope at the end definitely elevates this album to being much more than like a "woe is me," like "oh, I'm so sad," like you know. I mean. I've I've liked a lot of like low woe is me I'm sad albums but like creeper creeper worried. yeah you know, <laughs> Men Singers does do it too like you know Brian Fallon's known to make his sad songs every now and then but like you know just adding that little stinger at the end like turns this into like a work of art it's so good it's not I've... just a commentary on the times it's like it, now it's turned into a work of art you know, because it great faces everyone one of the best songs ever. I forget who. Mm-hmm told us about this originally i was hearing this name daniel it was daniel okay. so he previous the previous album was it schmaltz i think was the yeah. last one he was on his one, one of his like top albums of the year <sighs> so yes. that name stuck in my head and i knew mm-hmm. that brave faces everyone was coming something like, right, time to check this out yes and i had definitely been hearing it in other places as well and then this album was getting mm-hmm. rave reviews and man I, I still don't know like why it wasn't clicking with me at first i think i just wasn't ready for it one of our listeners, too, like, wrote in, because after we put this track-by-track uh, track review out, he had a very similar sentiment where he felt like the album was just a little too dour, and just, just, it doesn't seem like it's offering the listeners much hope. And I, I, I offered my opinion, and you know, it seemed to have like, like, oh, well, I didn't think about it that way, you know, which is why I love these kind of conversations we have with our fans sometimes. And maybe that's what it was for you, was it? Yeah. Do you feel like it was too dour? man. <sighs> yeah. Maybe. I can't remember. It's so long ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wasn't clicking with me those first six times, because I didn't feel the hooks were really there. Oh, okay. I could get the themes and everything, Yeah. but just I, I needed the hooks, and then it just took three or four more listens for me. That's interesting, because that's the exact opposite for me. The hooks are what brought me in, and then it was the thematic, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this album is so much deeper than I thought. Fuck! <laughs> 2020 belongs to Spanish love songs, but Adam? But there's two more albums to Tell be. me why you love survival <laughs> horror. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Mike? <laughs> what am I talking about? I don't know. Well, you're, gonna, you're the one who's going to tell me. Okay, so I don't know if Mike's heard of this band, really. Hmm? Um, you know, there's, This band's been around for a while. I, I, I only think, listen to bands that are from the U.S. <laughs> I don't listen to I mean, we've been listening UK to them. Based bands. We've been following them for many years now. Um, we've been just kind of waiting, waiting for them to, to break out. They've been so close, most <laughs> most years, um, and then they, they get close, and then they fall apart, and then they disappear, and then they create some of the best albums that have ever been done, mm. and then they create other albums that Mike really likes, but Adam thinks are kind of just okay. Mm. And Mike, Adam's just like, oh, I don't know if this band's ever going to really excite me too much anymore. <laughs> and then Adam turns on track one back in October, mm. and he's just like, what? What's going on here? Just like walking out the door with the dogs. Like, oh, I like that. I like, Oh, that's heavy. Oh, oh hello. This is, this is bringing me back to 2010. Da, da, da. Is this suicide season? I know, again? this is very suicide <laughs> season. And then I'm just like, I was just like, oh my god. I just remember literally walking out my door to take my dogs for a walk, turning this on for the first time, and just being like, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ollie, for coming back to me Please, in the way. <laughs> sir, can I have some more? And like that just set the tone. Yeah. And I was just like, nothing about this I hated. Yeah. From there on. From Absolutely. that minute I turned it on, first 25 <laughs> seconds that I came home, texted Mike, and said, First 25 seconds of this album are fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to my top five. Bring me the horizon. Damn. Hashtag fire. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you talk about we talk about a lot about al- albums this year that like surprised us. I was not expecting this. No. From a band that just wrote Mo. Again, no. my number one album of 2019. I but By 26. I, what I was not acting. I was not expecting this at all. And you know, I know they talked about like oh we're gonna do, write heavy music because now's not the time for like pop music Right. Now. right. But I wasn't expecting a super layered like kind of amalgamation of everything that brings the Horizon has done well over the years there's Ammo there's Ammo stuff that's in that's sprinkled in with post-human survival horror more or less there's Semperternal stuff there's there's uh, Death the Spirit it's, stuff it's almost like the inter-Shikari like, you want to give this album that people say, like, this is Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. Listen to other other older yeah, stuff. If and you then want go to. from there. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Because, <laughs> like, the more I listen to this, the more I feel this is their best album yet. It's up there yeah. I, I like. I, I can't say that I enjoy That's the Spirit more than this. I'm not sure where I stand with Sent Paternal just because there's that one track I don't care for. Yeah. So it's like I have to give this that added bump. And is this the only perfect Bring Me the Horizon album that you have? Yes. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. There is a Hell is like a 10 out of 12. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um but no, I, this is this is the best one. This is this is the one that's just like unexpected, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um I enjoy so many songs on this. Yeah. I'd have to say, like, Ludens is the, the weakest, weakest track, track. Yeah. but it's still really good and I enjoy it. And I enjoy the closer with Amy Lee because I feel like it's 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 a transitional track going into wherever the next EP oh my is going to go. God, I didn't album. even fucking think of that, Don't dude. Don't you think like maybe the next one's going to be a little bit more somber? Like oh, that, I didn't even fucking think of that. That maybe. that that might be. And then you listen to all four all at once. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Maybe. Oh. I like to I like to guess. Yeah. and Be excited and then be tragically disappointed. But that's okay. <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> Number two, uh bring me the horizon yes. of human survival horror. <laughs> so you and I share our number two and number one. Very Ooh, good, man. Yeah. Uh yeah, dude, like and I wanna go back to the point on this being a highlight of everything they do so well. Like this song right here, this gives me like there's stuff in here, especially with that intro. There's like a shit in there. They're they're still doing the trap stuff. There's or the trap elements and like, pre-course. Pre-course, right. pre-course. It's here. It's just bad. like I would never expect them to do anything like this Yeah. again oh my god it's so catchy it's so catchy man and like it just goes to show like this band can literally do anything they want and like they'll still surprise us in in a lot of ways as long as it's good i don't care what it sounds like oh yeah and i loved amo for what it was because like it did surprise me and it did for me like it exceeded those expectations i knew they were gonna go weird but like I wasn't expecting to like those songs as much as I did. And I could have just as easily dismissed it like a lot of people do. And I did the same thing with this one. Like, I was scared going to this one. And like I am anytime a follow-up to one of my favorite albums comes out. And for them to almost exceed that. For them to almost blow... I'm not going to say it's going to blow Sempiternal out of the water, (laughs) but it almost blows Sempiternal out of the water. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing... I'm not going to say nothing, but like, there's songs in here that like rival how great like like Shadow Moses is or like uh, mm. or like the snake I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put words in anybody's mouth but the star snake starts to sing oh my god oh, one of the best songs <laughs> they've ever written right but like but like the, the, the fact that they also brought in um, guest vocalists and they, the way that they fit their unique vocal styles into each song and how they, they, it marries so well that's yes. just a testament to how well me the Horizon, or are at songwriting? It's great. I just, I hope that they can keep this going because yeah. there's no reason not to. If you guys are this talented, just keep on making awesome Word music. Word has it, the other three EPs are coming in 2021. It's going to be all Me the Horizon next year, dude. <laughs> if they <laughs> keep that schedule, so no, who knows? We'll see where they stand by the end of that year. Yeah, we'll see. Because right. uh, you know, if people start, if bands start touring again, they might not have time to finish the whole thing. But it's, it's just so weird because usually when I listen to a new album. Eventually it hits a lull, and I'm just like, okay, my attention's going somewhere else. Yeah. But man, that first time I put this thing on, it didn't hit that lull until the Amy Lee song. Mm, yeah. And I was like, oh, this song's kind of boring, okay, Okay. Whatever. And then obviously it got better and better as yeah. week went on. And, um, but I was just like, in, in trance, I knew that this song had been the single yeah. from the video. Yeah, but, what a single. Oh and, my uh, goodness. and then I was like, oh man, and the, and the Japanese chick is in this, baby yeah. metal, and, and everything. <laughs> Like, oh, there's Ludens again? I remember this song from back in 2019. Yeah, and and on the fact that Ludens is the weakest track, it's because it was written for something else, and they just kind of slotted it in here. And then, of course, neither of us play one by one, even though that might be the best song on the album. I like Parasite (laughs) Evil. And I like Kingslayer a lot. There's a reason why some songs weren't played. Exactly. There's a reason. (laughs) Now, it made me think of if we should need to be exposing ourselves to the Nova Twins. Uh, I haven't checked them out, but yeah, they had a new album in 2020. Yeah. Yes. So the first uh, artist to be signed to Jason Butler's uh, record label. Yes. Two young African American girls. I <laughs> forgot the name of their album, but it's something like. Damn, I can't remember. I don't think they're African American. I think they're from. Uh, I think they're from the UK. I thought they are African English man. English. You said African American. African English. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mike, so we got tell finish, me about... We finished gushing about Bring Me the Horizon. No, there when were I... days that *Posthuman* was better oh. than the number one album that we're oh. going to discuss right now. There were days where I was just like, I think... Post-Human is so much more fun than the number one album. That is true. But nothing but on *Posthuman* Can match. Feeds my soul and destroys my soul <laughs> in the way... That Local Honey by Brian Fallon does. It's a valid way of putting it. There's nothing that reaches into your heart. Crushes, crushes your heart. Crushes your heart. But also Shows it. you everything about yourself that you don't like but that you want to be. But then at the same time pieces it back together mm-hmm. in a way that makes you feel more complete as a human. Yeah. I mean, I guess post-human wasn't going to do that. Well, post-human <laughs> is a comment on the the, dour, the dourness yes. of the world. The world the state of the world and local honey is just a soul bearing emotional gut punch Mm. from track one to track eight. Dear God. Yeah. And it's not, there's no other album. Let me double check. Okay. (laughs) Let me me check. (laughs) Is anything that emotional? I mean, i no, gonna say emotional. emotional. There, I'm, I was gonna say there's no other album that made me cry mm. the same way that Local Honey did. Um, I get choked up at Losers Part Two and mm-hmm. Spanish Love Songs because story. I relate to it as a as somebody who was born poor. Um, Yikes. And uh, but Local Honey hits you in a way as a father, as a, father. <laughs> as a husband, as a husband and as a father. <laughs> Uh, it hits you in that way when you're just at that point in your life, and you might even think that, like, you know, all the exciting parts of my life are behind me. You know, uh, there's I can just kind of coast on, and coast and enjoy life, but it 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 shows you that side of yourself, and it makes you both appreciate it and fear. For it ever being taken away. Mm. That's what Local Honey does to me. Wow! We should play a song. We should play a song. <laughs> do you, want do you want, to play, want to play your song or you want to play my song? Well, you've been going first uh, <laughs> this whole time. What do you want to play? I was going to say play Hard Feelings. Okay. Track. Six, Number seven. Seven, yes. Because if I play anything else... Too much? I might start crying okay <laughs> and I think I'll save that for songs of the year okay there's gonna be a few <laughs> yeah <laughs> is this gonna take eight of the tall spots not eight okay <laughs> not not all eight <laughs> but this because <sighs> I sat here I listened to both of these albums back to back yeah which is strange when you look at the dichotomy, it's a very yeah, again. <laughs> you and I are the only ones in the world that are both fans of huge fans of *Brainwave Horizon* and *Brian, and Brian Fallon*. <laughs> I think so. So I'm like, how do I even compare these two? I don't want to pick one over the other necessarily mm-hmm. until I listen to this one more time. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. If you, I, I wonder I if not. you listen to them in reverse. Like, would that have ever? Uh, like you listen to this one first and well, then *Posthuman* next. Would that have? Would somebody, that have altered your? Um, opinion of it I don't think so because mm. you got to fall back on emotionality i don't Potential. like listening to albums after this if i if i listen to this in the, the day i've noticed this and because I, I i remember like listening to this at work one time and then i remember like it's getting kind of quiet and i was like oh it's because i haven't put anything else on i don't like <laughs> I listening to stuff to. after this because like there's still a there's still like a process that I, to, that I have to go through in my head whenever I'm listening to these albums, to Local Honey specifically, and you know, this it, is very timely too because just a couple days ago we saw Elsie played live in a very different way that we're we're, we're familiar with with those songs too. Mm-hmm. Very similar to you know, it's it's not a, a full band but like tonally it's very similar to like Local Honey. So like, man, it, it just hits you, man. It's just, they're, can't deny it. You don't, you like, you don't want it to be your favorite album of the year, even though it's positive. This is like the first, yeah, really positive album that he's done. He wrote done. a re- he wrote a legit just love song because he know. loves his wife. I know. So it's like, well, fuck. But this album has or this year, hasn't been the most positive. No, and but we need like, that stuff. You it's know? where you want to be. <laughs> That's you know, I, I talked three weeks ago about the Oh Wonder album, and like, yeah, those songs are cute. Those songs are cute, and there's pleasant songs in there two of the songs are in contention for best songs of the year but like my god <laughs> it's like not, no comparison though. yeah not to like say anything bad about the two singers in Oh Wonder but like their songwriting is nowhere close to like the emotional depth that Brian can hit for, for this for this album you know and I can remember listening to this one on that first time mm-hmm. and there's Ian there's <laughs> Ian in the background right. there and just kind of letting it overwhelm me and it was over so quickly that I was ready for more. Yeah. But, like, everything just, like, fit where I needed it to fit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I texted you right after yeah. listening to track eight. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I finished it. I'm bawling my eyes out right now. Yeah. You said, I think you, I think I remember that text. You said something like, I wasn't going to cry, and then track eight happened, and then I just let it all out. Um, and I, that happened believe. to me because that track 8 was the first song that he revealed in 2019. Exactly. And, like, I've been... You had heard it already. I heard <laughs> it already. And it still hurts the same still way. So dude. Good. It hurts in the way that, like, like I love my wife so much. I, I, I truly believe she's my soulmate. And, like, that love, that purity uh, of, of, of the love that he's, that he's just um, expressing in the song, is just, it's like not makes me question but it makes me like it makes me want to be better than you know not that there i treat know. my wife poorly or anything but like it always makes me want to be a better husband to her it always makes me realize like she deserves the best in the world right and like i want that way you're letting track eight rolling yeah that's my here. <laughs> yeah sorry uh, if you need me to stop it let me know it's all good it's all good since so i can already see you well the first episode, time we've so. had the same number ones it's 2017 two. And number two also yeah no, but, And uh, number two Yeah and, and again this is the first song we heard on this album And I thought like With exposure therapy <laughs> I just let it kind of like Keep I just let it like uh, You know I, I kind of not go numb to it But like get used to it a little bit But like to this day I can't Like this is the perfect song to end this album And it's the perfect It's the perfect love song You know you know, it makes me want to be a better husband. Makes me want to be a better person. You know, and then yeah, I'm but, not gonna talk. I'm not even gonna fucking talk about when you're ready, because like, that's no, another time. Be- <laughs> that's another time. You know. <laughs> we not talk about that song. No. You know. So but, uh, Save that for January. January yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, dude. Like, it's it's a simple album too. Like, I even gave it a 4.5 music score. You know doesn't push the boundaries musically. he pushes himself a little bit because yes. like in 21 days there's like there's a little bit that um, there's a little bit that, that cool little dance beat in the back with a little bit of the electronic drums so like he's he pushing himself right it, it kind of adds a cool different flavor than what we're used to for Brian Fallon but like, but because he's so meticulous every note has a purpose there's no wasted space at all in a single second of this album. And that's why I had to finally accept that it's only 32 minutes long. Yeah. And eight tracks. I was like, you know what? I think he said enough. Yeah. Exactly. I'd love to have four more tracks, but I don't need four more tracks. How does this stack up to sleepwalkers No, I can't put it near my top five of all time. Where does this where does this slot in? Have you not even broached that top? No, I yet? haven't I haven't crossed that bridge. Okay. Yet. But I have a feeling it'll it'll be in my top 30. Yeah, I'm saying top there. twelve for sure for me, but uh, but uh, yeah, my goodness, what a what, what what an album! And like you know, I listened to it for the first time, I had a good cry, <laughs> and I was like, that was pretty good, but uh, not, no sleepwalkers. And then I kept listening to it, and then I listened to sleepwalkers again, and I was like, this doesn't need to be sleepwalkers. Well, it was crazy. Like I told you, you know, you know Tony and I had our little falling yeah. out. I, the, on Super Bowl Sunday, right? This past year, and uh, like we didn't talk to each other for that whole time. And, you know, he was the guy that I did my mushrooms with and yeah. everything, and that was that was like a guy that I connected with first yeah. first guy other than Mike, <laughs> in years. Oh <Well>, no, because <laughs> so, you guys had a lot in common that like we didn't yeah. have in common, you know? And then like I go out to walk my dogs with this album for the first time. Hmm. I turn it on, and I'm out there on the street for five minutes, and here comes Tony driving by. And he pulls over to talk to me for the first time oh. since that bad day that we had on Super Bowl Sunday. I believe that Brian Fallon brought <laughs> us together. And I was just like, well, that was interesting. Let's put on this album and see what happens. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I just, like, fall to pieces for yeah. thereafter. And then him and I, like, started hanging out. Oh, well, not awesome, hanging out man. so much because of the pandemic. Yeah, and... I just, I just like, found <laughs> out, like, not too long ago yeah. that you guys were talking again. That's yeah, just I mean, we just kind of started talking again. And he apologized yeah. for me. That's so nice to Right. that was fine and I apologize for whatever I <laughs> so, um but yeah it was it was interesting to put all those kind of pieces together through this album yeah because it's like not only are you having this like oh good I'm, f-, I'm like talking to a friend that was mad at me six weeks ago and listening to my favorite album of the year didn't know it at the time yeah but, uh, and it was like right when the shutdowns happened was when yeah. the album came out it was like yeah March <laughs> Yeah, no, March, March 27th so uh, that kind of helped and yeah, don't get me started on other songs because. No, we'll save that. We'll save that for now. I don't know if I'll be able to just talk about it off the top of my head. Hmm. I might have to write it out. Yeah, I, I always plan on writing out why I like the top 12 songs of the year. But uh, wow. Well, you know, for a, sl- for a year that started off super slow, for a year that was like. Kind of like a, a roller coaster of like, okay, this is getting pushed, this is getting pushed over here, and now all the bands are, all the bands we love are out of work and they can't record except for mm-hmm. Bring Me the Horizon for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> They're millionaires, who know <laughs> Who cares? Right. But, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it, 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 we, we definitely did end up with a good uh, bunch of albums here. Six that's albums that we share, I think. Man, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. I guess that's sometimes normal for us. Well, like, yeah, we do have a lot of overlap, but like, I mean, our number one and number two is the same. Like, number four is the same also. And yeah, our number four, yes. Yeah. And, then and we, share, we share Spanish just in different love place. songs and Palais Royale. Yep. I mean, that's it, yeah. That's pretty good. That's really good. Everything really good year, is, man. I mean, Razzmatazz is the only outlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out oh, everything. Dance Kevin, Dance. That was <laughs> right. <in> your, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Razzmatazz was in your worst. We always yeah. have, like, one album that's either...
1: That's <laughs> <like> <laughs> on opposite <that>. lists, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one
0: bizarre album like that. So it's interesting to see all this. So after, after this is our eleventh year now. Eleventh year, ninth annual. Yeah, ninth annual uh, uh, end of the year awards. Man. man, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. On to next year. Get out may of we, here, 2020. May we never discuss this year again until the well, end we gotta, of the decade. We, we gotta talk about like. Young Blood and like and, and the grandson album. The grandson, yeah. yes. And the network. <laughs> the, the network, yeah. We Still, got albums I, to talk about. No, why oh I haven't finished God. that album yet? I only listened to it those two times. Yeah, three weeks ago, and I has been so busy. <laughs> so, many so many but, uh, times. But yeah, dude, thank you again for letting me come to the studio and do this with you. It's always my favorite things to do at the end of the year for the show. In a long year. But yeah, it's been, all right. it's been a, you know it's been a long three weeks, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Was it a was it a surprise that our number ones ended up being our number ones? Was there any doubt? I almost felt it was predictable. Yeah, a little but predictable. maybe maybe our fans need that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they've grown they've grown stale of our of our Brian Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes. That's that, of what I was doing. <laughs> I wasn't like choking on the water, I was drinking, like, choking on something. But, uh, so we'll see where the songs take us. Yeah. Uh, early January. I want to know where everybody's album's top 10 lands for this year. Let us know, dude. We talked about it at the beginning of the year. Facebook.com slash the skinny with Mike and Adam. Instagram at Mike Riz Prada. The Skinny Pod on Twitter. And the Skinny with Mike and Adam. I, could, I should write these down on a whiteboard. So. The Skinny with Mike and Adam at <laughs> gmail.com. Coming soon. Discord. I'll figure out how that works. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All eight of you can join him. All eight of you. There's hundreds of you. I saw it on, on Spotify told me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you folks for, uh, for tuning in the last three weeks. We're going to take a little bit of a holiday break. Tune in uh, or stay subscribed to us. And uh, we'll let you know when the next episodes are coming out. We're going to be talking about the top 12 songs of 2020. We need some time Another to figure 20. this out. Another of our favorite episodes. We can't shut up about twenty twenty. No. Let it go. Biden's president now. Let it go. No, remember? <laughs> oh wait, Trump we figured that? out the thing. That's we right. already damn it. Man. I mean oh god, I can hear the firing squad. <laughs> uh, d- Trump Trump is true. Okay, they 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 jump by. Okay. Woo-hoo. That was okay. close. <laughs> All right, cool. Till next time. Till next time, folks, for my co host Adam. I am your co host Mike, and uh Happy twenty twenty. Be safe these holidays. I know it's been I know it's been weird but you know things will be looking up soon. I really really hope so and just keep yourself safe, keep others safe as well.